everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How's the birthday week going? Oh, feeling rough this morning. Feeling my age, that's for sure. So, (laughs) note to self, anyone listening, uh, shower after hanging around a bonfire all night. (laughs) The smell of campfire in your hair in the middle of the night is just not, not good. No, it's definitely rough. Um, So, hopefully you can just like wash all of your uh, bedding and everything so that tonight will be less upsetting for you. I have to say I'm very thankful that we are not a video-based podcast because I'm feeling it here today. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say I laughed so hard at that Instagram that you posted where (laughs) you're like, this is how I feel about it being my birthday and then the cupcake just like topples to the (laughs) ground. (laughs) I know I need to turn it into a TikTok with the like, oh no, song (laughs) but basically what happened was my my friend's little girl she's she's five and she was carrying out a cupcake with like candles on it and it was lit and they were singing happy birthday and I was like oh I was like this is cute I'm gonna like video like them singing me happy birthday and she's walking out with the plate and it's like on an angle and like you know cupcakes (laughs) you buy at the store they have like five mountains of icing on them plus then these heavy candles and I just was like here it goes and it just like end over ends (laughs) off of the plate onto the onto the like dirt path kind of and so then I like had to eat it anyways because they like they're so proud of it so I like pick it up and I'm like picking leaves and like (laughs) dirt flex off the icing and I was like "Mm, I'm really full I don't know that I need to eat all this I I can (laughs) eat any (laughs) more so yeah it might be my uh my debut TikTok on my personal account and I'll share it to our uh I would appreciate that yeah maybe maybe that's what'll make us go viral (laughs) We're just waiting for one. <laughs> it was it was pretty funny though, and I was just like, like I said, if if I hadn't have been filming, it would have been like that story that you tell, but the like video of it makes it so, so much good, better. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, so. Did the friends reunion live up to all of your birthday dreams? It was like. It felt like it was my 18th birthday. Like I was back in high school and it was, I watched it on a Thursday night, the same way that it used to air. And I just like settled in and I was like texting my best friend from high school and we were just like back and forth about like what was happening. And, and it was like, it was, I just wish that it was like 10 hours longer. Like it was too short. It was, I have to say like way too short. Also, I really want to know how people got tickets to that because I'm very jealous. My guess is like it was maybe like studio members. Like I feel like it yeah, wasn't like a true true audience because they said they filmed in April, I think. Um, so like in the height of things. Yeah. Well, I feel this like in April, the U.S. you were this April. We're pretty yeah. good by we April, fine. but. But, like, I know, like, some of the things that we had talked about last episode about why certain 
um, people weren't there. Guest stars weren't there. Like they said, like Jennifer Aniston, um, and I can't remember which of the producers, but one of them had to get like permission to leave their filming bubble to be on this. So if like, if, if Hollywood's like filming schedules are that strict and they're that bubbled in and everything, like it does seem strange that they would just go out and request um, everyone to come. Yeah. Plus I feel like, how was it kept so quiet? Like, I know they probably, if you got tickets, you had to, would have had to like NDA, like <laughs> your life away. Yeah. Someone would have broken that for sure. So I mean, we I would, would have heard so. something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Right. I would have been like filming the whole time. Like I would have had like spy goggles or something. Like just um, the regular glasses. That makes me excited to know that Jennifer Aniston had to get permission to leave um, her filming because that means the morning show season two must be filming. And yes. season one was so good. So I can't wait for season two. I've never watched it because I don't have Apple TV. Okay. Um, but I do. I mean, I like... I like uh, Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon yeah. and, and Steve Carell's in it, right? Is he in yeah, it too? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, how can you kind of go wrong with that kind of cast? But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I loved that. Like, oh, when they first walked into like the set and it was just like them. I, yeah. I feel like it was something that I maybe like didn't appreciate when they individually like have interviews or like are on our talk shows or guest stars. Like, but when they're all together, you just really see that they they are their characters. Like yes. that same persona exists for all of them. Like, and I thought that was like just so cool that they did it sort of unstructured, and it was just them. Yeah, you know, kind of driving the 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 conversations and the remembering and all that kind of stuff. And it it and- was very interesting as well to learn. Like speaking of the casting, that. They were pushing for Courtney to be Rachel. And she was like, no, 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 I'm more of a Monica. And I mean, like, I just couldn't imagine her as a Rachel. (laughs) She will forever be Monica. I mean, that was like, that was, that news has been out in the world for a long time. That that was the role that she had originally auditioned for. but, But maybe less so that how much she had to, like, talk about how she was Monica and everything. But... It's crazy to think how long the casting process seems like it was for that. Yeah. Like, um, I, in my mind, you just think it's like they just hold an audition and it's one day and they just see a hundred people for each character kind of thing. And end of the week, you've got it sorted out. Like, <laughs> Matt LeBlanc's but, story was the best, though. <laughs> fully. But again, like, just like so Joey. Like, right, right. You know, like, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. It was. Like, I was appreciative that there wasn't a lot of the whole James Corden portion. Like, that was pretty minimal. Because, like, I was like, what value are you adding to this? Like, I would have rather them be interviewed by, like, like a guest star or something like that. Um, And it was a bit weird. Like, some of the guests that were in there, like, you know, I mean, we had talked about how odd it was, like, David Beckham (laughs) and, like, Justin Bieber. And I was like, I don't really understand why they needed to do this. Like, you didn't need fanfare to get people to watch this but no, like everyone's gonna tune in for this or anyone yeah. of like our age demographic is gonna tune in and, and probably older but like I mean I'm glad that they didn't play like a huge role in it they just like I mean Justin Bieber yeah. just like modeled 
the potato Spud outfit. Nick. <laughs> Spud Nick. <laughs> and so like that, I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Who cares about that? He didn't have like a big role. And then I guess the other ones, it was, you know, interviewing them about their favorite friends moment. And I guess it makes it relatable that the rest of us love this show. <laughs> they do too. We're just like the celebrities, Jill. I guess. But they had like regular people talking about how much they love friends. And like, I don't know, to me, those people talking felt more relatable because I was like, this is exactly like when the guy was like, they're my friends. And I was like, that's how I feel. Like, I feel like I'm watching this. I'm like, this is like so nostalgic. Like, it feels like I'm hanging out with my friends again kind of thing. Yeah. Versus like, okay, David Beckham, like, sorry, your life is so hard that you have to put on this episode. <laughs> to feel you miss your family while you're being an international soccer star. Right. And modeling like, for like Giorgio yeah. Armani underwear. Like, please. Right? Like, I'm like, mm, okay, like, maybe not the same kind of like, in your feels moment as me, but thank you. <laughs> so... <laughs> It was interesting hearing, I think they interviewed at least two people who said they proposed the same way that Monica proposed to Chandler, and like, I did not love that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I actually just rewatched that episode like last night, I think. I feel like... Like, while that's obviously not the way that I would want to be proposed to, I felt like it was so perfect for that situation because oh, it just situation, showed. Yeah. Yes. But would I ever do it? And did Monica inspire me to ever want to do it? Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, it was like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, there was so many, so many parts of it where I, the thing that I, was surprising to me is like, I remember friends so clearly and like every episode and like, and, and I guess it makes sense because like we're fans and we've watched it so many times, but like some of the cast, like, I'm like, do you even remember being on the show? No, it's very clear that they don't. (laughs) And like things like when Tom Selleck came out and they didn't remember his character name. And I was like, he was like, not a one day guest star kind of thing. He was like pretty big in the first in the first season or second season what second season later than later than that yeah but like but but then he reoccurred like yeah. around the time when um the proposal, proposal. Right. and so I'm like how do you not remember his name like when he's like you know they they figured obviously it was Tom Selleck which is great but I'm like how do you not associate those kind of things together <laughs> and I think the saddest part about Tom Selleck coming out was that he looked better than like 80% of the cast did. I'm like, you have aged well, and the Botox that the rest of the cast has used is rough. So what I thought about it was, like, how old he actually looks, that, like, how much older he is and how then, much older he was in than Monica in the show. Yeah. Like, it caught me off guard. Like, he always was, he always was old, but, like, it looked, like... I don't know, just that age gap. I was like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, David Schwimmer's face was a little bit. Uh, so puffy. He was the one that I thought was the weirdest. Yeah. It just looked, I don't know, it just didn't look natural. Like, And I think it's because I don't keep tabs on him. Like, the, the rest of them have kind of been in the news some way or another. And it, 
and Lisa Kudrow kind of because like she's been in photos with Jen and, and Courtney, but he's the one that I've probably seen the least since the the show minus like the OJ people. Um, right when he was special when he had like the full makeup, makeup get up on, on yeah so he was the most shocking for me like yeah very i was like ooh, ooh. that and and matt leblanc's like weight gain i think was but he made so like, many jokes about i know it. when he talked about he couldn't fit through the door i was like dying laughing and then how jennifer aniston like made the same joke and <laughs> speak for yourself or something like that yeah it was um all I could think about was when the the episode where Monica, like in the in the prom video, and they first see like fat Monica, and <laughs> he's like, "Some girl ate Monica," and I was like, "Some guy ate Joey." <laughs> what is happening here? So that was that was funny, but yeah, he he has gained a lot of weight. I mean, Matthew Perry, I expected him to look, you know, as rough as he did um i just love jen she's like my favorite and lisa kudrow you can tell has just like aged in a natural way where like yes she's probably done some botox and stuff but it's not to the extreme and she just like looks the same yeah courtney cox too like she looks like she's having some of it removed because she was really like plasticky for a while but it's gotten a little bit more natural but still not at at um jennifer aniston or lisa kudrow level for sure but oh it was just so good and like i just wanted to watch it 10 more times and i'm um, sure i'll watch it at least once more because i have tomorrow off um yeah i'm going to watch it at my mom's house tonight so oh nice (laughs) yeah she couldn't figure out how to set up Crave, so i have to go do that and then we'll we'll watch it um i like I think what also I didn't really, because now I've seen all the episodes so many times, like I just know them all, but I guess when they said the date when it started airing and when it ended airing, I'm like, uh, I was so young when this started. And to think that like somehow I had ended the series where I was watching like the last season or two live, allowed to watch it, you know, <laughs> live. Um, but it started I was like so so young that it's it's it was weird to think that it became like such a staple in my life when I wasn't allowed to watch like the first eight seasons when they were airing oh man I I mean I don't think my mom loved the idea that I was watching it but also I didn't understand the jokes at that point like the the inappropriateness of them like I laughed because like the laugh track was laughing and so I'm like oh that must have been funny but like I didn't fully understand that's what I was and now when I listen to it I'm like oh gosh like like again as we've already discussed when you go back and listen to songs from that time and you're like ooh, yikes exactly exactly (laughs) your 50 cent song (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like every 50 cents <laughs> oh man yeah well it was good if you haven't watched it already i don't want to like recap and spoil anything for anyone but highly recommend tuning in for that because it was so worth the crave subscription that i purchased just for this event <laughs> 
We'll be canceling immediately after watching it four more times. I'll just like get those reps in and then cancel. Or more likely, I'll just sign up with another email address, which is my <laughs> usual usual go-to. Did you get like a certain amount of time free? I don't think it was free. It was just like half price, I think. So it was like, I think it was like 10 bucks a month for the Crave and the HBO portion for three months. Okay. Um, oh, so you have three w- months. You can watch it like at least a hundred times. Yeah. Well, and I got it a little while ago, Uh-oh. but I like already binged like uh, the undoing, like when oh, Nicole okay. came in, and I'm watching the third series of True Detective. And okay, so you've um, put it to use, basically. Yeah, I'm trying to get my money's worth for sure. I tried watching Barry. Have you heard of Barry Mm-mm. with Bill Hader? Oh, it, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I did one some. Awards, awards right? and everything. And it was listed under the comedy section. And I was like, I don't know if I call this a comedy. So I kind of fizzled on that one a little bit. It didn't didn't hold my attention yeah. quite as well. But mm, Okay, I won't yeah. watch it. I'm not a yeah. selling recommendation no, here. Yeah, I didn't think it was anything, <laughs> anything great. I only probably watched like three episodes. So maybe it was like early on in its figuring it out stage. But I feel like when a show is only like eight episodes to begin with, like you got to hit pretty hard, yeah, pretty quickly. Uh, you really have to like so. get into it to hold yeah. people's attention or else. Um, Especially uh, during playoff hockey season. Like now you have yeah. to convince me to turn my TV off of hockey <laughs> and watch Barry. <laughs> and that's just not going to happen for a just lot of things. Not, just not going to happen. Like even watching because the, the friends reunion aired the same day as the game seven minnesota vegas and i i picked friends which was like that's probably the only show that i would do that for so honestly that was a very stressful day for me because i have vegas going to the end in my pool and winning it all and i was like okay you think i'm winning the cup yeah oh my god i did not know you'd pick that (laughs) i thought i told you that so like i picked them winning the cup and oh, you poor thing. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm still holding out hope here. I so it was very stressful for me. This the fact that they went to Game Seven against Minnesota. Um, so hopefully, this was like their last scare. They can get it together, and <laughs> we can move on in a happy fashion <laughs> to the end of playoff season. <laughs> Well, we both did pretty well in our round one yes. predictions. Um, I mean, we're still waiting for the the Canadian division to once again be in the problem children of the NHL. Not quite finished yet. Yeah. But. We're going to have games through like three or series through like three games before we even start game one of Canadian round two. No, it's crazy. Thanks to Winnipeg's, Winnipeg's just sitting at home being like, I hope game seven goes to like nine overtime. Resting up. Let us rest. Yeah, exactly. So, Um, I mean, it will be. uh, Winnipeg had a strong showing against, you know, what is, what was a lot of people's favorite team to win the cup. Um, as much as we hate discussing it. <laughs> no, it was no. I don't think they were favored to win the cup in any real situation, but certainly favored in that round. Yeah. I mean, Winnipeg had a great showing against them and, you know, they've just had all this time to like rest up, um, which 
I think, you know, we've obviously heard of a lot of teams that are now out or were out before the playoffs who have players who played through injuries. So I'm sure that this time has been super helpful. And I would be scared to be Montreal or Toronto at this point. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty cool, though, to see like fans back in the in yeah. the uh, Bell Center there last night. And um, even though there was quite a few more than I expected wearing Leafs jerseys. Right. So I don't know if they like hid them coming in, if they like weren't asking. <laughs> but because tickets are pretty expensive. Like I saw them like a 4, set of tickets for like. I know. And like, I mean, I've paid pretty high prices for tickets before. I'm not ashamed to admit that. <laughs> And honestly, if that was the situation in Calgary, I probably would have done it. Oh, for sure. Honestly, like I would have, I would have really considered it if I could have given someone else to like split them with me, like 100%. It would have been pretty hard though, if you would pay that kind of money and they had lost the game and that was like the end of it. Like, I don't know. I think um, I would consider paying that money is because I wouldn't have paid any money for hockey tickets the entire year. Exactly. (laughs) It would have been tickets in one game. (laughs) Yeah. It would have been my entire season ticket budget on one game. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, it was cool to see it. I'm curious, like if Toronto is going to I mean, I guess by now they would have had to say if they were going to allow fans yeah. in for game seven. So I don't they think not, they but... will because I think Ontario's still like very locked down. Like they're, um, I mean, I don't even think they have dining open. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And, and then whoever moves forward, like Manitoba's cases haven't been great either. So I don't think they're in the state where they can let people in. So. Quebec just does what it wants, doesn't really care. So, <laughs> so not our problem. Remember when um, the Ottawa Senators came out saying they were going to like let fans in by a certain day, and everyone was outraged. And now Montreal yeah. was like, "Oh yeah, we're going to let fans in," and everyone's like, "Uh, okay." The problem child, we'll just let them do it. It's tough though because like because of the size of Ontario is like Toronto's like a super hot spot because of the density and everything that where Ottawa doesn't have that kind of density. And so like their caseloads were never as bad. And so like, but they're pulled into like the Southern Ontario zone instead of the Northern Ontario zone where there was less restrictions or anything. So I can't understand what they were saying, but yeah, it'd be pretty tough there. So who are your, who are your picks then for round Um. two? Well, I picked Toronto, so to win the North, but I guess we will see. Um, I don't have high hopes now that they're even going to make it out of (laughs) round one. So uh, what about you? I mean, we, I guess we could talk hypotheticals, but. Yeah, I haven't picked my North division yet because I need to see what happens. Because you picked my rounds, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I picked Boston for the East. Yeah, me too, which they've now played one game and they won that pretty easily, yeah. but I was a little nervous at first cuz I think it was two nothing Islanders and I was like, uh, <laughs> but then I they won by quite a margin. Um, yeah, Pasternak had a hat trick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, then I picked Vegas. I picked Colorado. I think your Vegas pick is crazy, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, and then I picked Tampa Bay. 
Yeah, me too. Which pained me. I hated picking against Dougie, but <laughs> especially now that you know his favorite song. <laughs> There's a the Play- Players Tribune, which is like my favorite source of like sports news because it's like written by the players. But they had like published a essentially a Spotify playlist of the Carolina players' favorite winning game winning songs that they like to play when they win and and so one of the play, um Kane's players was like spilling the beans of what they is and Dougie <laughs> Hamilton's go-to song when they win is I just had sex by Lonely Island and Akon <laughs> it's <laughs> which like great song hilarious hilarious and also like perfect situation but like what a game winning song to just what a song i know and like this coming from the guy who like got mad when the flames played teach me how to dougie as his like goal scorers scoring song when he'd score and he like didn't want them to play it which is like like, clearly he wanted them to play this song so clearly could you imagine (laughs) (laughs) dougie scores i'm just i'm just Oh, that would have been pretty good. What a missed opportunity. <laughs> Children under 18 are no longer allowed I, to play. Parents are just like, oh my God, I'm like covering their kids' ears. <laughs> yeah. The, um, uh, the Kane social media account is like so, it's good. so good. Yeah. I mean, it's been good for a while, but um, yeah, they like got uh, in Nashville. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, the, a few years back when Nashville, like, had, like, a whole ceremony to raise their Western Conference Championship banner. Uh, no, wait, wasn't it the division-winning banner that they did? Like, not like it, anything special. Yeah, like, it was one that you, like, normally just, like, put up and, like, no one even talks about it kind of right. thing. And, and so, like, it's been an ongoing joke for a long time about the Nashville banner situation, but... <laughs> Yeah, the Kings, after they beat them, had, like, a pretty, like, ruthless photo of, like, three banners going up. And it was, like, uh, so, like um, I can't remember they so were. It was, like, that. Ripped a beer, shotgun to beer. Yeah, that I old lineman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then they had um, fans in the stands, I think, was another one. Second loudest oh, yeah. fans or something like that. Um. And then, so then the Preds got upset and blocked the Hurricanes <laughs> on Twitter. And so then they, like, tweeted, a, like, a picture of the, like, they have blocked you and, and said, like, <laughs> we've got friends in low places. <laughs> so good. And, like, they posted a picture of, like, you know those wings on the, in Nashville that, like, everyone goes and gets their yeah. Instagram photos taken in front of? They, like, posted a picture of, like, uh, like their goalie in, I mean, obviously it's Photoshop, but like him in front of the wings and everything like that. I see that one. That's so good. <laughs> the third, the third banner was Creed played during oh, intermission, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is like it's insulting enough on its own. It's such a weird choice for Nashville to have Creed play. Like, I don't know. You have some pretty from big name people living in Nashville and you choose of all bands Creed. Yeah, they're from Tallahassee, Florida too. So I don't really know what they were thinking. Of. But they had, I mean, like Keith Urban sang the anthem and yeah, like they always have, they always have people at the Nashville games. So I don't know. It was funny, but it was, <laughs> it was pretty good. 
um, so it'll be interesting, I guess, to see what they come out with against um, Tampa Bay here. Yeah. I mean, it was like far from the most dramatic um, sports battle this week, though, because I'm <laughs> really invested in some golf drama. <laughs> Which is a change of pace for us. I know, but um, yeah, uh, Brooks um, Kopika and Bryson DeChambeau um, yeah. had a little bit of a caught on video incident there this week, and it's like escalated. So, like, Tom Brady's weighed in, and like, right, uh, it's gotten very big. And the, yeah, I think the best part is like the clip was taken down from a bunch of um because I think it was first posted accidentally by like the PGA or something like that and it was removed I thought because they didn't want anyone to see it like okay Chloe Kardashian like you can't remove things from the internet it's there like okay we've all seen that photo Chloe. exactly in this video um yeah want to know it doesn't sound like um, per my extensive research from One Minute Man on Barstool Sports, that there's any kind of heated backstory between the two, other than like the one guy's the cool guy of golf and the other Brooks, and the the other guy is like kind of the uptight dude. Well, I think it's like I think it's style of play, um, like. I think if I remember correctly, like Bryson is like really slow through on the course. He like wears like the metal spikes that they don't yes, the metal players yeah. frown upon. Um, I don't know. It. I'm sure like they all seem to have kind of in like players that they they get along with and don't get along yeah. with and everything like that. But um, yeah, so like Brooks Kopiko was giving an interview and. <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau walked by and like he kind of mumbles something and it's really unclear what he actually says and so Brooks like rolls his eyes like like to the back of his head basically very vividly and it's like I hate that guy and but you don't know if it's like if it's because the guy said something or if he just like literally hates him him so much that he like completely lost his train of thought they couldn't have a conversation they had to like interview yeah, they had to, like, restart it and everything like that. Um, but, like, it, he reported, like, he's, he was talking about how it was, like, really hard to, like, putt that yeah. day because it was super windy. And, like, reportedly, Bryson said something about, like, you should try, like, hitting it better or something, like, to that extent. And, yeah. But, again, it's, like, super mumbled. You can't really tell. Um, but the, like, the, yeah, the eye roll is, is just... amazing. <laughs> and so, like, it's it's obviously gone viral because, like, golf drama is pretty low-key usually um (laughs) it's never really making headlines and then like they like bryson's basically like i'm living rent-free in your head kind of thing like what is what is happening here right and and then he 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 was rattled after that and like luckily it was the last day of play i mean he had just lost out to Phil Mickelson. I think he lost it on like the last hole or something, but this guy was rattled. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's just such a a good, good rivalry. And then there's supposed to be this like um, charity game. Like they did it before with like Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady and, and where they're like paired with um, 
with someone and, and I think it's supposed to be Tom Brady and Phil and then Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And, um, shoot, which, which of the two of them is playing? Is it? Um, I think it's Brooks. Oh no, it's Bryce. Oh, Bryson. Bryson. Um, because he's like the, like, like a recent champion or whatever. Okay. Uh, anyways, Brady, like, post the like the video of like the screenshot <laughs> of him rolling his eyes uh memeing and it's like he had like Aaron Rodgers as like Brooks with the eye roll and then it was like the Packers kicking a field goal down seven points like when they like got eliminated from the playoffs last year and everything like that and so I don't know it's just like honestly we all- Tom Brady's social media has like been on point this off season. I don't know who is running it. Like I assume it's not him, but it is I think it is him. I think it is him. And like we know my opinions of Tom Brady as a as as a human, as a, uh, human but like sometimes his quips are pretty good. And I yeah. thought that was like was ever good, since so. the tequila on the boat, he's been on a roll. <laughs> Exactly. So, but yeah, I love, love me a good uh, PGA drama moment here. So speaking of not doing interviews, the uh, French Open is starting, I think in June. Um, and Naomi Osaka has come out saying she won't be doing any press in, for the tournament. Um stating that it impacts her mental health, which I'm not saying it doesn't like when you watch those interviews, when they lose, like they're asked some pretty stupid questions and like the same question over and over again. But also <laughs> uh, I struggle because I think it comes with the territory that this is part of your job. And also, she's the one who said the wrong name, right? Like, she specific when she won the tournament, she specifically asked this girl if she goes what she goes by, and I can't remember the girl's name. And then she said the Jennifer wrong Jenny name. or something like that. And then she yeah. said the wrong one. So you know what? I want to interview you and ask you a lot of questions specifically about that moment. I feel so like yeah. So she said she's not going to do any of the press because they ask her questions that like can put doubt in her mind and like she's there, you know, she wants to be at the top of her game and not have that doubt and stuff like that. But she's been fined $15,000 now um, for missing her contractual media obligations in on the first day of it kind of thing. And then they're like threatening expulsion from the tournament um, that, and like basically saying like, if you can't, do the press then you shouldn't play in this tournament yeah. kind of thing and threatening expulsion but um i think she should just take like the marshawn lynch approach and just sit there and be like i'm just here so yeah. i don't get fined like, <laughs> like, uh, that's what i don't understand is like i get they ask you these questions but you're not like forced to give some long answer you can sit there and say i don't want to comment on that yeah <laughs> and if you do that enough they'll just stop asking like asking if you're, that question yeah I mean, she is 23 years old and that is like a vulnerable age. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, we do like kind of put professional athletes as like, we look at them as if they are older than they are. And 23 is pretty young yeah, to just have like these yeah. grown adults yelling questions at you kind of thing. But, um, I, I just, yeah, like, I would just, 
Yeah. I mean, if it's part of your contract, to me, that means it's part of your job. And like, I get it. You trained all your life and you just want to play tennis and that's your thing. But like, I can't just say like, I don't want to do parts of my job and not be punished. Right. So I feel it should be the same for you. And you know what? Like, I would just not, I would just do the press and not answer the questions. Like I'd rather do that than be hit with, Honestly, a $15,000 hit is going to impact my mental health more than sitting there and not. And that's just like day one, right? So it's like. Yeah, I imagine it gets worse as she goes through. Yeah. Which she even gets to continue. Like she might get, she might get suspended. And if I get expelled, like that's going to hurt my mental health more because like then I'm not going to be able to play and see where I put Frank. So I don't know. Just, it doesn't seem like a battle I'd want to fight. Also, I'm not a professional athlete. So. Yeah, what's interesting is, like, no one has really, like, there's been a few people who have, like, spoken out in, like, support of it, but no one who's been, like, I'll do it with you kind of thing, so. like, nobody else. And I just think of, like, these other, I mean, I imagine the questions, like, Serena Williams has and was asked and all these things, and I don't know, I've never once heard her discuss that, so. Yeah. Like, it just seems you know, a difficult stance to take. And I would not want to take a $15,000 hit on day one. <laughs> I wonder I mean, what I think it's like this. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think it's probably quite as impactful for her as it would be for us, but. <laughs> her net worth is 25 million. Okay. So like, okay. um, penny. It's like finding me $7. <laughs> I mean, I still wouldn't want to take a $7 hit. <laughs> For something I can just like sit in a chair and not respond to, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything else, Jill, that you want to discuss this week? Um, I think the only other thing that I was really like captivated by was the like the NBA games where there was some fan behavior oh, that yeah. I just like can't imagine risking, like like wrestle what rest. Westbrook got injured and as he was going off the court a fan dumped like a bucket of popcorn on him which like like he was like very upset and and rightfully so like yeah. he's injured and you're trying to go off and whatever but then like Trey Young got spat on in That's just a, in New York being like, like so upset by someone or dislike a player so much that I would spit on them as they're like walking off, I just don't get it. And like, why? Okay, we haven't been able to go to sports for a year, and this is how you choose to welcome yourself back into the stadium, right? Like, basically, banned for life. Like, you know, I just spitting on someone is so disgusting as it is. Yeah. Like the popcorn one, I was like, okay, like. It barely even landed on you, Russell Westbrook, and but like he, he probably didn't need to react. So I would be yeah. terrified to like do anything. <laughs> I will say his ankle injury was miraculously clear, <laughs> like like miracle popcorn. Like maybe he should have been like, "Praise Jesus, thank you for this miracle." <laughs> Because he did not hold back in his attempt to get to that fan. It took like six grown men to stop him. Right. Like, and all you can see, because he's like under the tent at that point, is just like 
these giant security guards and him like bobbing up and down, like trying to get through. Yeah. And like it, I, like you said, you know, like some of the players spoke out, like, which rightfully so they should, they should yeah. defend that that was not right and everything. But like, um, yeah, it, I don't know. It, it does hold a different standard because like, God, if like a players, if a player spat on a fan or something like that, like they would be. Oh, like out. Done. Yeah. Absolutely. Done. And like this fan, I know we had kind of texted about like the odds of them actually, like you're banned yeah. for life, but can you, could you get back in like with a, with a mask or a set of glasses or like a hat they on or whatever. Like, security at an arena. Like I want to know how they, um, how they monitor this. Yeah. Cause like, like, I don't know, like I've heard about it in like airports and stuff, but like, and it's programmed to like be looking for certain faces, but I don't know how well it would do, especially in the era now of wearing masks, yeah. which like, you could wear a mask for the rest of your life going to games and no one will question it anymore. Like you could just be no. like, I'm more, I'm still concerned. I have immunocompromised. Like exactly. it's not going to be like in 10 years, like the idea of masks is going to be completely gone. You could throw some face paint on. You could like, <laughs> you know, put weird goggles on your face. Like you're a true fan. Yeah. Like I'm like, I don't know how well it would do where like as an airport, you have to go through with like your face showing yeah. kind of thing for security process purposes so it'll be interesting Uh I mean we'll never find out (laughs) if these people are not allowed in a game again but I did enjoy LeBron James's use of emojis when he tweeted about this like I can't remember exactly what they were but I was like you spent a lot of time crafting this (laughs) this tweet like basically about how the NBA needs to defend the players (laughs) like well, I think he wanted to see the video footage of who... And he, like, used a shoe emoji. Well, he's hip. I know. Hip and cool. He's so cool. So cool. But yeah, that was the only other thing that I was like, oh, I can't believe, like you said, you're a year, you haven't been able to see professional yeah. sports. Like, I literally cried the other day watching the, like canes and preds because they had like a full stadium and I was like oh, I want to be in a hockey game and like you go and spit on someone like I know I just can't grow imagine. up yeah I mean like regardless even if it wasn't the first game back after a year like I'd be obviously questioning your behavior and you you as a human being but like that just adds to it exactly oh ma'am. but yeah that was all after after the friends reunion just like Nothing else in pop culture mattered for me. Yeah. I am going to watch Corella tonight. Um, oh, I'm so, so excited to watch that. Hopefully, you can use like my Disney Plus to watch it um, because I'm so excited. It looks so good. I know. I know. Corella is my favorite Disney princess. So <laughs> I think we're going to have to do a correction that she's not a princess. Oh, she is to me because I'm not a dog person. So. <laughs> Like, she's my Disney president. Technically, she's a villain, but we'll just let that slide for your birthday week. We'll circle back. No, I will hold on to this forever. She is my Disney princess. This is why you knew so much about how many dogs she kidnapped in our other episode. Exactly. Pongo and Perdita. Okay, well, I will keep you posted on the login deets so that we don't hold you back from 
from getting your Disney princess on. Thank you. (laughs) All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye, Jill. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.